Well, welcome to another podcast here with Steve and Eddie, and we are so glad that you're here with us today and that you've chosen to uh, click, on, click on this link and uh, listen to us as we banter a little bit and have a good time talking. Uh, it is Holy Week this week, and we are excited for Easter. We have uh, Easter Sunday coming up, and, and we hope that you're gearing your hearts and your minds and you're inviting uh, people to come on into the house of the Lord. And we're excited for that. Uh, we are uh, looking forward to um, worshiping together this, this weekend. And, and if you do come, uh, we're still um, using those masks to help uh, protect one another and to respect one another. Um, and the different things, and as we walk, as we walk in, and uh, then take our seats. If we're if we're in close proximity with another family, just keep those masks on if you can, please. And um, and then if you're social distance enough, you know, go ahead and feel free to take them off and worship. Um, we wish it wasn't this way. We wish that that uh, it was over. But as we take due diligence to stay on top of it this way, it will be over sometime. Mm-hmm. And we'll just give it to the Lord, and we just thank you. For coming on in so easter morning two services nine o'clock and ten thirty and um we are expecting just so much um uh praise to happen and and worship of our risen savior it's such a good good time to be together so uh amen pastor eddie great to see you this morning um you're actually you got a little baby blue shirt on. It looks colorful today. A little well, Easter esque. Go, I gotta go to the funeral home this afternoon. Okay. So okay. That's, uh, well, you look good. Uh, Tom Hyatt died. Mm-hmm. Good guy. Yeah. School teacher. What was that? Yep. Uh, Smart guy. Yeah. He should have been on Jeopardy. That guy should have. Cause he <laughs> knew his stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I think about Easter uh, as a kid. Uh, of course, I always think of weird stuff, but. When I was a kid, you could get solid chocolate rabbits. Yeah. Not hollow. No. I, I, that it's true. Were, they, those were my favorites. And, and pretty big, actually. Yeah, yeah they were big. I yeah. mean, you, we're not talking like an inch or... No, they know, were big Or four, even four inches. We're talking six inches or more. And uh, another thing... Solid. That I, I haven't had for a while because there's so much sugar in them. Cadbury eggs. I like them. Man, that, I tell you what, on WBGL this morning, um, Jonathan on the morning show was talking about... Zach Williams, you know, the guy that sings uh, Fear's a Liar. Yeah. And, um, uh, yeah, it's funny. Uh, the Revive song. The Revive yeah. song. Anyway, sorry. So um, he was talking on there and interviewing a little bit. He goes, you know, my one of my favorite things is those Cadbury eggs with the goo inside. Oh, <laughs> he says, man. I can't hardly walk past them in the checkout line. <laughs> There's about five million calories in them. Yeah, yeah. Well, I will tell you, and of course I know that they... They get their chance to do them anytime, but um, they do the the chocolate. You know, Reese's yeah. does the chocolate and and peanut butter. Yeah. They do trees at Christmas time, you know, that kind of thing. But they always do those eggs yeah. and Easter, and um, so that's good too. Oh, and another news flash: we're uh, bringing back donuts and coffee. We are after a year. Yeah, it, it's it's happening this Easter Sunday. Uh, donuts and coffee. Uh, we're gonna. It's it's exciting. So, and mingled with the smell of those wonderful Easter lilies will be the smell of yeast. Yes, <laughs> yeast and Easter lilies. They go together. Yeast glazed donuts. You can you can count on them. They'll be like they'll peas be... and carrots. Forrest Gump said. <laughs> Me and Jenny was like peas and carrots. So, 
I'm sure Rich McPhail will be ecstatic. We're having donuts. Lily, lilies, and lilies and donuts. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeast. Man, those Easter lilies. You walk in here and they smell. Oh my gosh, they smell good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're we're prepping the church now. We're continuing to work on different things. We've actually. Um, Bill and crew are downstairs right now working on the hospitality room, making it a little bit different, more um, conducive to some of the things that we need. And and then there's uh, stuff that's happening within the uh, sanctuary, the theater area. And, and Chris is getting things set up for stuff that's going on with, with the kids once again. And didn't they do a great job on Sunday? Oh, my. Yep. Yeah. A wonderful time of worship. They sure did. We appreciate um, her working so diligently yeah. with them and and uh and then now we've got the youth um coming together there's a lot of great things that are happening at crossroads looking forward and, to the future as yeah. uh, um, the covid hopefully will dwindle but you know like cdc director says we got to all do our part and that's the i don't like masks but i do it, you wear them for other people not for yourself so to speak i think it's part of our witness as believers actually i really do so yeah. So yeah, I'm I, I I'm looking forward to Easter. I I, I anticipate quite a few folks. Uh, I've heard people say, "Well, we've got our second shot now, so we're coming back." And mm-hmm. um, it was good. To, it's good to see people. You know, there was a, a men's group this morning. We had fourteen. That's great. Uh, my neighbor and brother, Mike Weibel, first time back in, a, in 55 weeks. Mm-hmm. So it's good to see him. And I brag on him because he's the only one that fills his paper out. Oh. Oh, only one. Oh, really? Everybody else just... Really? They, oh, yeah. yeah he's wow. my, he's my Shout out. Yeah, he's my pet as far as... <laughs> Teacher's pet. Yeah, yeah he is. Because he, well, I can always count on him because he always has his paper Isn't this out. ironic? You know, here you are when you were just a youngster... And you probably looked at those teachers' pets with demise, just kind of a disgust. Well, thinking. one thing I bet I never had to worry about being one. <laughs> but here you are now, the teacher. I was either in the closet, and you have a pet yourself, on the water fountain, or <laughs> my desk butted up against the teacher's desk. <laughs> Some teachers, you, you get a reputation at the first of the year and say, "Eddie, you might as well move your desk up here because this is where you're going to end up." So. <laughs> It's not fun setting up by the teacher, but uh, well, I was a teacher's pet in a to a degree that were way. You? Okay, well that, that way, okay. yeah, that way, sure, sure. They were but, uh, trying to watch out for you and trying pet to, pain in the butt. Pet pain I in the think. butt. That's what I was. So a PP. Now, I know PPB. People that know me now probably is, is really trying to connect the dots. They just can't uh, imagine that in their mind, but uh, it's true. Well. It's uh, it's fun, um, and hearing that and the numbers uh, with the men's and and then the gals. There's there's different groups that are going on, and I get to share with you um, uh, that there for a while we've not had a, a younger men's group um, that's going on. And we we call that MOA. It, it's been going on for a while, and then we kind of pulled away from it. And Ours is MOLA, Old Men of Less Action. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's who yeah, we are. lesser. Um, yeah, and so we are actually. Um, been prepping here and uh, priming up um, to get a to, to resurge that to revive that that area to uh, get a um, men's group going again and um, starting that we had um, I'm looking forward to that I'll just I'll, we'll, we'll, well, we'll you give you more that, information that here pretty soon you get that put together will our my old man of less action will challenge you to a, a, a game of kickball Oh, so I think we can still hang with you on kickball. So 
<laughs> oh no, that's that'll be something. Okay, well, um, I don't know if we have to draw lines where where the the, the age. Uh, well, I, I don't know, but, or where, but I think that'd be a, um, a good time. Kickball, though. Okay, well, I was thinking, you know, maybe you know, ping pong or foosball or something. Of no, I think we were go a little action. more aggressive than that. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm ruling out. Uh, flag football. I'm going to rule that out right now. Well, and I think softball needs to be uh, out of the picture too. Yeah, because, probably. Uh, you know, there was a there was an injury a few years ago. Yeah, last time I played softball, I went to the hospital. So, <laughs> so we won't talk about that. No, that's a. But uh, well, we we are really glad that you've joined us, and uh, we're sorry that we missed you last week, and I didn't get a message out to you. Um, the spring break had happened, and there's a lot of things that were going on. That was the one thing I did miss. Uh, out on was the fact, and I did miss doing this with you, but I did miss out on sending you a message to say that we were going to be absent of that this last week. Well, and if I would have known how, I could have done it myself, but then it'd be the end of podcasts because I'd be censored. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be the end of that. You would have to host and be the guest yeah, at the yeah, same time. Yeah, I'd, I don't yeah. think. Uh, well, that'll be something. Yeah. Well, we are glad that you're here with us today, and and uh, as we get rolling into talking about last week's message and stepping in towards the vibrancy and the love of, of what this rest of this Holy Week is, uh, and then the message on Sunday, um, let's have a word of prayer. Let's right. get going. Lord, we thank you for this day. We're so grateful to be uh, called your children. We are honored and humbled that the great God of the universe chose to send his son, Jesus Christ, to give us a chance at eternity. We are so grateful that you've accepted us as we mm. seek you through Jesus. It says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man or woman comes to the Father except through me. Jesus is the way. And we just pray, Lord, today that as this podcast happens, it will go out accordingly to your plans of, of touching hearts that need to hear. And Lord, we just thank you for what you're going to do in it. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, Pastor, Amen. why don't you go ahead and mention a little bit about what you spoke about this last well, week. Well, we're, we're still in, in Hebrews 11. I, I started, the title of the message is You Need a Miracle. I, I started talking, talking about uh, intimidation of how sometimes we, we get in and we read about these heroes of the faith and we put them on a different plane than us. And sometimes it's almost... Uh, uh, intimidating, but it, it shouldn't be because people's people. It's it's all the same, and that's when, you know, I, I brought up three facts actually that we need to keep in mind. And one is that uh, people are people, not uh, nothing more. Right. We're we're all, you know, um, we're, we're all pretty much poh, uh, plain old humans. That's. We poured out of the same bottle of, of vanilla extract. Uh, we're all we're all the same in that, and I, it's one of the things that Billy Graham said that really struck me, I guess, and lodged in my heart was uh, the, the ground at the foot of the cross is level. Right. I don't care who you are; nobody stands any higher than anybody else. Right. Now, God might bless others more than others because of obedience, but just looking at somebody and and and, and face value, we're, we're all the same in Christ because right. Paul reiterated that. Male, female, Jew, uh, Gentile, free, 
or bond, we're all the same in Christ. Right. We have to see that to have unity. Right. You know, it's it's so important to be reminded of that, that no matter your status in work, no matter a status of, of leadership or, or uh, the way you might feel as an individual, we are equal at the foot of the cross. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, no matter the race, no matter the, uh, the, uh, the gender, no matter uh, your background, your past, we are equal. God sees us as equals. Um, you know, you mentioned, uh, I, I need to go back and, and, and refer to something. You, you said it in your message, and you also said it as you looked down at the notes today. Uh, describe why you used, and I know it was a little quick little blip, but why did you use vanilla extract? Why did you say we're out of the same bottle as, as like vanilla extract? Because a lot of times people will say plain old vanilla. Oh, yeah. It's vanilla, it's the same. Right. It's, if you, if you know what I mean. Sure, sure. So it's like... So it vanilla just, means plain sometimes to me, not chocolate or okay. strawberry, but vanilla is right. just so, vanilla. So this is, it's very interesting. And I'm, I'm just giving, I'm just giving banter right now because um, I heard that when I was growing up, like, like older, like, or when I was, when yeah. I was younger rather. And, and, uh, um, you know, 20, 30 years. It's just ago. vanilla. And so it's, it's <laughs> kind of that, um, folks, what he's saying there is, is, is that, that just plain old vanilla flavor, that, that, um, that extract that, you know, here we are, you know, it's just, we're all just plain and, and, uh, um, realizing that, that we have, the love of Jesus Christ that's pouring through us, we have that opportunity at the foot of the cross. And we're just as important as anybody else. I exactly. Think. As important and, yeah. But the absolutely. problem, people in the spotlight, they don't see that. Mm-hmm. They think, well, those on the stage are more important to me, to God. That's absolutely false. It's, it is. It really is. We, <laughs> Satan, Satan. That's he uses that. No, he does. And then in the problem, you get into people within the whole concept of Christendom within the faith that let that go to their head mm-hmm. and it runs them mm-hmm. man how many people that's been on tv and, and televangelists and even singers right. once Absolutely. they get in the spotlight it messes Absolutely. them up because they right. like that fame and fortune yep. and, that's it, exactly and it, right. you know that's that's one of the things we think oh boy i'd like to be that but you have to guard against that when you are so you know people are people and then secondly god is god nothing less he's the same yesterday today and forever he hasn't changed uh, since the time of Noah, Abraham, Moses, and he's no less involved with our lives than he was with theirs. Mm. And see that, and that's and that's the, that's the truth, right? I think a lot of times we we say, well, as you've mentioned, you know, the, these people of faith, oh, well, they had God so near and everything. God Come loves them more, on, right? Come on, we've got to step up in our understanding. That we have the power, the same power that's in Jesus. This is what the word says. Same power that was in Jesus that raised him from the dead. But the same I think power where it gets fuzzy. Us, uh, that Holy Spirit. Yeah, go ahead. A, a lot of people will see people more blessed. It's because they're obedient. Mm. God, that you yeah. gotta, you gotta separate that. Yeah. Now you take somebody in the faith that uh, is kind of wishy-washy, and he, they come to Christ, and the Holy Spirit comes to them, and they don't listen half the time. You put them along somebody that's totally obedient. God's going to bless that obedient person more. Hmm. Doesn't mean that they don't have any problems. No, exactly. Doesn't mean, doesn't mean that no, they have any but, the, you know, he, he does pitfalls. Us. But you're he, exactly right. And he he blesses us when we're obedient. He blesses us when we mess up, and the Holy Spirit convicts convicts us 
of sin and we ask for forgiveness immediately, not let it slide. That's the kind of that's the kind of life he wants us to live. But a lot of people will associate that well, they're just special. God loves them more. That's not true. Mm-mm, not at all. But boy, you know what happens. I and David said Psalm one thirty nine, O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Thou dost know when I sit down and when I rise up, understand my thoughts from afar. Thou dost scrutinize my path and my lying my path and my lying down and art intimately acquainted with all my ways. Mm-hmm. It was one of Psalm one thirty nines where he said, "You knew me in my mother's womb." <laughs> yeah. So that's how much God knows us. And uh, the third thing was miracles are miracles, nothing else. C.S. Lewis defines a miracle as an interference with nature by supernatural power. That God still does it. I think they're few and far between. I mean the the miracles like opening up the Red Sea mm. uh, and the big those, ones, the big ones. Mm-hmm. But there's miracles every day, Absolutely. but I don't think we see them yeah. like not like this. And and you read the Bible and it's full of miracles, you know. And Jesus did so many that there weren't enough books to contain them all. Yeah, isn't that interesting? I know that you relate back to it later on in the message. You refer to it, but isn't it interesting that they that there's so many that they they couldn't record them. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, I mean, it, well, and that's the thing. Which is and, phenomenal. And I think we're like that. We talked a little bit about that this morning. In men's group, the disciples were with him, saw all those, experienced it. And then when he told them he was going to die and come back in three days, I don't know if they really grasped it. They ran hid. Mm-hmm. It's just, I mean, I've seen miracles, but I mean nothing to the degree that they have. Oh, I'm sure they were standing out there when Lazarus come back from the dead. How wild is that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and not not very uh, long before all of this, the Holy Week stuff. That's is exactly happening. right. I mean, this is this was just was it within the week before? Well, it might have been. I don't know. I should know that, that, but I don't. But, I'm sorry that I don't. I, yeah. I couldn't recall that. But um, and, and we can look quickly as I as I you continue to talk, but. The, um, ha, you're right. You know, we stand on this side of it and look at the disciples and go scratch our head and yeah. say, "What in the world?" Yeah, you know, come we're, on, we're, guys. we're almost the same way sometimes. But though, there we are after right? we see things. And, <laughs> well, Hebrews 11. There he mentions, he mentions three uh, miracles of incredible magnitude, involving the waters of a sea, the walls of a city, and the welcome of a harlot. And of course, we know the waters of the sea that the children of Israel were up against the Red Sea, and the Egyptians were coming in behind them, even though they said they wasn't going to, but they did anyhow, and God miraculously had Moses wave that staff and opened up. They went across on dry ground, and then the Egyptians come in, and uh, people have tried to discount that, but I believe it happened just like the Scripture said it happened. I think the walls of water were high, and uh, and God God did that, so that, that was in there. Yeah. And then Jericho, by faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they had been encircled for seven days. And here's the thing. God could have just knocked them down, but he gave them specific instructions to see if they were obedient. (laughs) March around the city, blow the ram's horns, and then scream at the top of your lungs, and that's what will do it. And that's exactly exactly what happened. And And the walls come tumbling down. And then that third miracle, which is... Is, is unbelievable from going for those two miracles to this one uh, with the welcome of a harlot 
who was a prostitute in Jericho, and she made a deal uh, with the spies. It says, I'll hang this garlic cord out of my window, and because I've helped you, I want, I want God to save me and my family and my house. Mm. And he did. Just the rest of the city was destroyed, yeah. and that's all that was left. And, and I think this brings in a note of humility that regardless of our past, God can use any of us and wipes that past clean. Right. To use her, and even going another step, she's in Jesus' family tree. Yeah, isn't that something? Here it is right there, Rahab the harlot, the prostitute, the hooker, right. call her what you will. And she was elevated because she believed in God. Yeah. And it's the same, you know, and that's the same with us. And that's kind of when and I was closing this, uh, to think about the present day's miracles of faith. Uh, people are still people, God's still God, and miracles still happen. And a lot of times people need a miracle in their life. They uh, they need a sea to open up and for them to go through. Um, they have maybe a wall that needs knocked down or a lot of us, uh, we face a checkered past that we can't live beyond. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mentioned that again about living in a small town. People don't, people don't forget your past. God does, mm-hmm. but people don't. That's right. You know how many times you have people bring that up? And say, man, <clears throat> won't you let that go? But they want to, they want to try to drag you back down, especially if they're not believers. You know, so. Then I ended uh, with three words that people might have been feeling, pressured or defensive or worthless. And then uh, I asked which, which one of these characters that you could relate to, Moses, Joshua, or, or Rahab. So, you know, and I, I, I've got a well-worn phrase I use, um, you know, what's God saying to you and what are you going to do about it? I mean, that's a big deal. <laughs> it really is. I mean, it's our, it's our life. And it's, and it's the joy that that we you know, and then then of we course have in him. we had communion, and uh, I read that passage in, about Jesus' triumphal entry, and you sh- you scratch your head on that. The whole city of Jerusalem uh, put down coats and palm branches, uh, shouting Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And then just a few days later, those shouts uh, turned to crucify him. You know, hmm. so how quickly a public opinion can change and i think we even see that today it don't take much to to <laughs> it's like uh, people are loved and held in high esteem till sometimes they get in public office and then if they don't do what their constituents want them to then they're worthless <laughs> the tide changes really quick that's why i'd never want to be a politician but uh, god bless them they're they, they're in a, it's a it's a tough precarious yeah. position, mm-hmm. and that's the truth. That's uh... so, yeah. And I think we uh, all of us need miracles from time to time. And I think when God does them, sometimes we don't we don't celebrate them. Maybe. Oh, I was um, turning to try to find that um, that about Lazarus. Yeah, uh, Lazarus. Um, but I don't. I can't find it right yet, but well, maybe we can 
Well, that'll be an interesting thing to to find out. Yeah, and then uh, we'll to share the, that later. Of but. course, the title of the message coming up on Easter is "What's Your Resurrect? What's Your Reaction to the Resurrected Lord?" Mm. We 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 all have one, whether we believe it or not. We all have a re- a reaction to that. To react, an action performed or a feeling expressed in response to a situation or event. And what it's the most astounding event <laughs> that's ever happened, and it's Jesus coming back from the dead. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm, I'm a follower of Christ, because he's the only leader of any kind of faith or religion that uh, come back from the dead. That's All right. the rest of them's dead. If you're yeah. dead, you're dead, but not him. Right. Amen. Alive and well. <laughs> Uh, and that's what Easter's about. Is we, re, you know, we rejoice and we celebrate that. Um, of course, uh, Thomas, he, he he didn't know what to think about that. He had to see it. He had to touch it. And that's one of the reactions. There's four reactions to the resurrection. Um, the first sighting of Christ occurred early Sunday morning. That's Easter morning. The second that evening, same day. The third, eight days later, the people who saw him, <coughs> excuse me, were Mary Magdalene, the disciples, and Thomas. Uh, oh, there was three sightings and then the four, four reactions. So it comes down to this specific um, reactions. The first one was the reaction of Mary feeling is believing. You know, she saw him and remember she wanted to hug him he said don't touch me i've not ascended to the father i don't have my glorified body yet is what what he was saying and well i can't imagine but what what i think is wild but she she didn't uh, she didn't know him right i don't know whether it was so much grief or what but you know that's and there's been a lot of discussion on that on this verse in verse 17 and um and in matthew See what chapter was that? Oh, it's in John, John chapter twenty, in that that passage. But Jesus said to her, "Stop clinging to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I ascend to my Father and your Father and my God and your God." And the second reaction of the disciples is seeing is believing. That was. Uh, John cuts to another scene. The room is dark. And, of course, that's in the upper room where Jesus shows up. He just walks through the wall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, mm-hmm. he, he shows up. When, therefore, it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and when the doors were shut where the disciples were, for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. I'm sure it shook them pretty good uh, when he did that. That was the second reaction, is seeing is believing. The third reaction of Thomas is, is proving is believing. He had to touch. Right. Let me touch him, your hands and your side, because I, I have to know that it, that it's real. Thomas, with his, with his de- determined, I will not believe unless attitude, till finds people who will not believe unless Christianity passes their battery of scientific tests. And then for the reaction of of future followers is trusting is believing that's the reaction that we we need is that one right after eight days jesus graciously submitted himself to thomas skepticism and after doing so he makes a strong statement concerning faith 
And that's when he talks about Thomas touch me. Blessed are they, he says, who did not see and yet believed. That And that's, out of all those responses, that's a response, you know, that's a response that, that, that we, need, we need to have. Right. There's so many other things, uh, other um, interactions into our life that want to pull us away from that. The faith, the trust, the, the hope in Jesus. Uh, there's so many things. But that is the most important reaction. And for it to be vibrant and to continue to be reminded exactly. 365, right? Yeah. It's 365 days of the year, not just Easter. Um, but to recognize that, that as we humble ourselves before each day, Lord, I, I serve you because you have given yourself to me. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, in great expense and in a great, such a great price, uh, you laid yourself out uh, for the likes of me, you know, going back to last week's yeah. message, you know, um, the very fact that we're, we need to be humbled by the understanding that his great love was lavished upon us. Well, and it, some practical applications from that, that passage. Uh, first, subtract facts from faith and you divide your strength. Hmm. Second, add sight to faith and you multiply doubts. And in, uh, that leads us to the final application. Mix faith with nothing but the truth, and you have life in His name. <laughs> right. That, that's you know that's that, that's the difference. The joy of the Lord is my strength. You know, C.S. Lewis in Screw Tape Letters. It's a Uncle Screw Tape, a seasoned devil, corresponds with his nephew Wormwood, a fledgling young devil, in his first assignment to Earth. So here, here, here's his advice: a head demon talking to a lesser one, and he, he says he he has some keen insight into the subject of God's children walking by faith. So the the screw tape says he wants them to learn to walk and must therefore take away his hand. And if only the will to walk is really there, he is pleased even with their stumbles. Do not be deceived, Wormwood. Our cause is never more in danger than when a human, no longer desiring but still intending to do our enemy's will, looks around upon a universe from which every trace of him seems to have vanished and asks why he has been forsaken and still obeys. Mm. Now, I mean, that's... Satan knows, he knows our weaknesses and on and on, but that's, you know, he says that's that's when God is is in control of their lives when they don't have to see him or touch him but they know that he's there yeah. so that's right and that's this this uh this battle you know a lot of times um it, it just to come I, I, you know i know that we're not going in depth with this because it's going to be talked about next week but to go bounce back to last week's message the very fact that uh, what, what you're saying right there once again Reminds us that this battle that we fight is a spiritual battle, not of not of flesh and blood. No, not against no. each other, not against the the things. Although that's exactly what Satan wants us to think yeah. and and to bring up um, a seemingly um, just overwhelming warfare of of other people's lives and their thoughts of us and our thoughts of ourselves and all of these things and. Um, our our jobs, everything else, but it's more it's not of that. It's of spiritual warfare. It's of 
of uh, the kingdoms and the principalities of... of um, well, and, uh, you know, after all, isn't faith the conviction of things not seen? Hebrews 11, 1. There you go. Yep. And, you know, is that is that how you live? Right. <laughs> we have to or, be or you reminded. Do you, const- do you constantly need your emotions pumped up before you can trust God in difficult to believe circumstances? Or you demand, like Thomas, to see a bigger a bigger limb underneath you before you would step out and in the direction God is prompting you. If so, the ancient prophet Habakkuk has a timely exhortation for you and I, chapter 3, verses 17 and 9 through 19. Even though the fig trees have no blossoms and there are no grapes on the vine, even though the olive crop fails and the fields lay empty and barren, even though the flocks die in the fields and the cattle barns are empty, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. Mm-hmm. The sovereign Lord is my strength. He will make me as sure-footed as a deer and bring me safely over the mountains. That's great. And it's just like the song, Even If. Yeah, right. Man, that's a great song. Yeah, it really is. You know, and even if you don't, it makes mm-hmm. me cry almost. It's so emotional about that. But uh, That's a beautiful song, Mercy Me. So what is your reaction to our resurrected Lord? Are you celebrating Easter? Um, or are you lethargic and apathetic? And perhaps you might even be a little dowdy, doubter like uh, Thomas, a non-believer maybe. But that's, you know, and then you <laughs> you beg people. Um, get on your knees to beg them to come to Christ. And I know that's not the way it is, but of all the things we do here and say, that's a, it rises to the top. It's the most important. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the key verses that explain... The entire book of John are here in in in, uh, in verses thirty and 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 thirty one in John twenty. Jesus' disciples saw him do many other miraculous signs beside the ones recorded in this book, but these are written so that you may believe that le- that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing in him you have life. Yeah. So. You know, and I, I say that a lot. I, I say this a lot at celebration services when people's going home. Uh, I don't really, I'm not nuts about the word funeral, but that's what we call them. But, you know, he's come to give us two kinds of life, abundant life here on earth and uh, eternal life uh, forever. So it's, it's, it's just up to us to reach out and, and uh, grasp those, actually. Right. So. Well, wonderful, and we're looking forward to this Easter. Uh, yeah, me too. I'm looking time. forward to it. We this. missed last year's together. Well, of course, we celebrated, but... Yeah, well, last year, we was just, wasn't anybody here. That's right. <laughs> we were having to we do it, it all uh, online. Yeah. So that was, that was, it was hard not to, the way we wanted to no, do it. No, and it was difficult just preaching to you and Mike, and you guys weren't even paying attention because you was messing with the, <laughs> with the computers and that kind of thing. I don't like... <laughs> I used to ask Mike about that. I said, man, at least you could have snickered or something, one little <laughs> laugh or something. I, I had dead dead space, dead silence. Uh, yeah, that was tough on me. Yeah, I like crowds. Was, yeah, I yeah, know. I didn't. That was a... Uh, and even though I sat down, you know, and did that, but uh, sitting in my chair, but boy, it was just... Uh, I don't know. I can't explain. I, I hope we don't have to do that again, but we will if we have to. But mm-hmm. nonetheless, I think we're... Uh, coming around the bend a little bit um, you know we continue to pray and uh, of course those new strains are around and I don't know what that means but you know 
anyhow, that's where we're at. So, yeah, so, I'm looking forward to Sunday. Good. I really am. Well, why don't you pray for us? Father, we love you. And, Lord, I know that you still do miracles in our lives. And uh, I just pray that we are aware of that and give you praise and glory for it. And like the song, even if you don't do it, we're still going to trust you and love you. Uh, just because you are who you say you are and that you have our best interests at heart, even though we might not understand them. Uh, we have different things that happen that our inclination is to say why, but down the road, and maybe not even on this side of the river, but once we see you face to face, uh, it'll become clear. You know, First Corinthians 13 says, For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face I'll know even as I am known. So that, And that's the way that it works. So right now, Lord, I just pray that this holy week that we are focused on what you've done for us, our, that great sacrifice, and uh, we look forward to uh, Easter morning, Lord, as we get to, together as your family and, and celebrate your resurrection that has given us life, uh, both now and forever. Mm. I give you praise and glory, Lord. I love you, and I thank you for these folks. We ask these things in your name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Pastor, for joining us here today. And, and uh, we are looking forward to this Sunday. Uh, and we encourage you to invite uh, friends and relatives exactly. and to bring them on in. And um, we will wrap this up now, but uh, we'll see you soon. We do hope that your rest of your week is great. And uh, continue to just um, spend some time in the Word looking at these things. Um, my, my phone continues to fall off the desk. All right. Um, I did find uh, something, I guess I'll, I'll mention this real quick. I did some uh, research as you were talking. I guess I'm not the teacher's pet because I was doing something else. But um, it, there was a, on Christian, Christian Questions Radio uh, some time ago, there was a question that they, that a gal named Sandy had posted. And she said, uh, what was the time span between the raising, raising of Lazarus and Jesus' resurrection? And she, they said, Dear Sandy, your inquiry concerned a statement made on Christian, uh, Christian Questions Radio that about two weeks elapsed between Jesus' telling of the parable, telling of the parable of the rich man and Lazarus and his actual raising of Lazarus from the dead. So that two-week time, right? You wanted to know what the time period was uh, asserted, uh, ascertained. Sorry, there is no scriptural proof that we are aware of concerning the precise time between the two two weeks but it seems a reasonable conjecture since the raising of a Lazarus of Lazarus occurred shortly before our Lord was crucified and the parable of the rich man and Lazarus occurs at the end of Luke 16 the next two chapters of Luke contain more parables with no indication that Jesus did any traveling uh, between the giving of any of them then, in chapter 19, he rides into Jerusalem on the, uh, uh, on the donkey a few days before his crucifixion. To say two weeks elapsed is a guess, it's, but it is a short time between the two mm. of Lazarus and Jesus. So it goes on to talk a little bit more, but it's, uh, not any more about that time frame, but just that it, that it was yeah. definitely a short time. So I thought that I'd kind of bring that yeah. up as I've seen that, and so uh, good stuff. But as you look into the Gospels and the Scriptures, uh, you'll notice uh, the different Matthew, Mark, Luke, uh, John, and all. You know, they they tell of the story of of this Holy Week. You know, spend some time in there if you can. And, and uh, well, and you know, too, the Lazarus and 
is a different Lazarus than the 16th chapter. Mm. That there's still the same name, but oh, Lazarus yeah. with Mary and Martha's brother. Correct. And the beggar was Lazarus that laid outside the rich correct, man's gate. Correct, that, correct, correct. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so it's interesting about the way that they tell that there. Yeah, and I, and I do believe, and I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Luke's the only one that mentions that story about the rich man of Lazarus. Okay. I, I think it's yeah. the only... There, you'll so. find that sometimes there's parallels, lots of parallels, but then there are some that only Jesus told that story with Luke present mm-hmm. instead of Matthew, Mark, or John. Okay. So yeah. that's interesting. That, that is very interesting. We'll do a little study on that. We'll... Uh, um, We'll see uh, what you come up with, but at, at the same time, um, all the answers are there. It's uh, you know sometimes you have to do dig a little bit more deeper into the internet, but uh, or maybe some books. But um, uh, yeah, it is it's interesting uh, as it shows um, that it was a short time frame, yeah. and I guess that just has piqued my yeah. interest there for a second, and uh, I just wanted to share for sure. And thanks right. for bringing up the yeah. other fact that that yeah. was the poor man Lazarus. That is different. So, uh, good stuff. Well, God bless you guys. Thanks for joining us here today. And we are looking forward to, uh, again, this, the end of this week. Um, uh, get out and get some Cadbury eggs, too. Yeah, I guess, there you huh? go. <laughs> All right. Until next week, we'll talk to you later. And thanks for listening. Bye-bye.